because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. And then when it's always hunting season. <laughs> Three o'clock. Hmm. I just hope Herman gets Eddie to the doctor's in time for his appointment. It doesn't pay to neglect a boy's tonsils. Well, what do you need with a doctor? I could have taken care of it. You? Sure. When I used to fly around in Transylvania, I was one of the busiest throat specialists in the country. <laughs> oh. Now there was a business a fellow could sink his teeth into. <laughs> you know, that Dr. Willoughby is a good doctor, but I wish he wasn't so nearsighted. Last year, when Herman broke his leg skiing, he came here on a house call, and he put a splint on Herman's bedpost. Hello, and welcome to another amazing, one-of-a-kind, genre-defining, uh, boy, recycling content episode of the Monster Hunters, the only show, the only goddamn show that dares to shun anything of quality. We say nay to you streaming services, nay to you movie theaters. Nay to you, <laughs> uh, grade school uh, puppet shows. We are oh, going God. to watch a 60 year old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I'm a monster hunter. Joining me on the monster headed sectional of monsterism is the one and only Shun DMC himself, Keith. Hey, hey, what's up, Shun DMC, KG, and now um, unemployed uh, puppet tier. Because, uh, because we got because we're shutting those uh, grade school shows, I can't even get work for yeah, them now. We were so. we were the only two clients, unfortunately. So yeah. Uh, well, they said if I didn't, if you know, I, if I'm going to shun that, then they didn't believe that I could actually put a show on. I'm like, well, yeah, okay, oh, I yeah. guess, yeah. All right, just close your eyes while you do it. I'm like, just put, <laughs> I'm like, just put the thing on hiatus, and then uh, you know, I'll I'll come back when you know whenever we get this done. Oh yeah. Yeah, once Monster Hunters yeah. is over, you, yeah, all you podcast listeners, I know you're excited for uh, Shun DMC's Magical Puppet Hour is what we're going to release next. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Wait till that. I'm writing, all, I'm, writing, I'm writing all fresh script. Yeah, it's a puppet show. It's just auto audio, though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's I'm writing all fresh scripts for it. It's going to be great. Going to go on tour. Oh, boy, fresh scripts. I'm going to stick the old, the classics like the, you know, Pinocchio or whatever, right? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm got free time. If I can't put on a show now, I got time. But oh, anyway, yeah, I yeah. mean, it, I, speaking of time, uh, I'm looking at a clock and it's down to the other side of the table. So uh, uh. <laughs> the time is down to the other side of the table. <laughs> I don't understand that. Phrase, well, if I look, but... if, if I look to the other side of the table, there's somebody else there, right? Oh, Keith, we're not at a table anymore. <laughs> God damn it, we're at the sectional, and that oh, sass, that other was sassy wondering... voice. Wait a minute. I was wondering why you guys sounded like you were an echo. Hold on. I'll meet you out there. Bye. <laughs> oh, classic Keith. Classic Keith in the other room. Intercom uh, Across now. the bay <laughs> in the the burnt down rubble of the old mm-hmm. Monster Hunters compound. Anyway, yeah, just... that other sassy voice that you're hearing <laughs> is uh, I'm surprised it's not too muffled because he's in a behind like a couch cushion fort that he built mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he is the master of disaster the the puppeteer of the people i don't know <laughs> oh yes Ooh. 
<laughs> he is this is the one I was trying to come up with. I could remember it. The Dr. Dre of Kansas. It was escaping me for some reason. Uh, I was buying for time. That's where the puppeteer of the people came from. Ooh, well. uh, Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Hey, yeah, don't mind me just back here and uh, you know, I'm I'm creating a little bit of a, a puppet show of my own. He's doing say. sock puppets, which is different uh-huh. than Keith's marionettes. Uh-huh. So Oh yeah. Well, and people say sock puppets don't take that much skill, but I'll prove them wrong. Yeah. Terry's got one and a half voices and he does them all very well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. One and a half. (laughs) And I've also, I've got little mini socks for each finger so I can even do more. Oh my goodness. Oh, nobody's done that before. That's like groundbreaking. I shouldn't have said that. Should I? All these listeners are going to steal my idea. Finger socks. Yeah. I still don't get is how you make the mouse move on each one, but. Well, mm-hmm. my fingernail and my finger. <laughs> I, I was born with a very rare um, gift. I'll say. Prohensile can, fingernails. Yes, huh? They can open and close at will. Oh, my goodness. That's really gross. So <laughs> you know, we're here to talk. It reminds me. Oh, God, I hate those. Those like toenail fungus commercials where Oof. like the animated fungus comes down and like peels Oof. the toenail back on the toe yep. to show you the fungus. It makes That's me want gross. to vomit every time I see it. Yeah, even animated, it's not cool. No. So here we are, season two, episode seven of The Munsters, and we're going to talk the, the hell out of that episode. <laughs> but before we do, yeah. gentlemen, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah. We got all the puppet talk out of the way. Shoot. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, look, it got a lot off my chest. I was feeling bad that I couldn't do the shows anymore, but you guys have been here for support, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling yep. I'm feeling good. Yeah, you know, we're we're always shunning everything. Like it feels like new things get added, but it's for the purity of the show. Like we we the more we shun, the more powerful I feel we become in watching the monsters. <laughs> it it is true. It is true. Yeah. The when when it turns out that you can't watch anything else but this, you kind of have to start to like the show. I mean well, yeah, either you, like it or die. And I mean I think I've, I've, that you would start oh, to like it. Yeah, but also there's that whole time loop thing, so maybe we <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter if we ever do like it or not it's uh yeah hmm. and and i'll be damned if i could tell if i'm in the first iteration of the time loop or the yeah. thousand because i just don't I mean, remember anything. it's such a long it takes so long for the loop to restart honestly <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i just kind of i get bored of trying to play it and i just act normally and yeah i can't forget where i'm at yeah i was uh i was watching edge of tomorrow right before coming down here and mm-hmm. uh and so now i'm like man how many times have we been on this episode I, like i don't know <laughs> How many iterations have we done of this? And we just don't know because it just started over. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it could be millions. It could be twice. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. And we can't and we can't go back any further than when we started. That's the bad part. Because I'm like, man, there's some things we could correct if we could go back further. But I don't know. I'm sure this all has to do with oh, the way Derek watches. Like in the podcast or just in life? No, in, in, like in, in the world in general. In life. Oh, okay. Yeah, in, in life in general. But I'm also like, I'm assuming a lot of this has to do with, like, with Derek's the way he views these episodes by his tantric meditation, time tantric travel thing. Meditation is what I'm doing. You're right. I always yeah. hate it when the time loop starts like 200 years before I was born. So he's going to wait there. <laughs> mm, yeah. He's going to wait to be born. Oh, what a terrible time loop. Oh, well, well, yeah. It, it, while we wait for the time loop to mm-hmm. loop and whatnot, we should probably, uh, talk about this episode, but before we talk about this episode, once again, Terry, it is time for you and I to recline. Yes, because Keith mm. has got to go up, uh, grab the book off the mantle, 
stayed in front of the television, so we have to give him his undivided attention. Ugh. I was going to say, while I'm up here, Terry, can you can you put my mattress cushions back that you were using to make your fort? You're, you're standing. You don't need them. Yeah, but I will when I get back. I need to be comfy when I get uh, back. All right. so if you don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Terry's yeah. fort is pretty We'll see how impressed I am with right. uh, yeah. the, the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep, crack open that book, motherfucker, because you're going <laughs> to for you to read to us mm-hmm. uh, another installation of the Monster Hunter's Almanac Volume 2 Tidbit Factoid Fact Shit Sheet Salt Shit Down of the Week. Um, I am, uh, I'm very excited about this week. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> me me too now. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So Operation Herman came out on October 28th, 1965. Oh, that's the name of this episode. Holy shit. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Thursday, 301st day of the year in 1965, 43rd Thursday of the year. And I know I mentioned this once before, but it's been a few episodes and everything kind of blends together. Remember folks, if you have a 1965 calendar sitting around, you can use it again in four years in 2027. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah. Now this episode is currently 57 years old and in 226 days, it will turn 58 and it has a life path number of five <laughs> representing progress, adventure, and opportunity, mm-hmm. curiosity of a cat and long to experience all of life. And wow. uh, because we've been enjoying life path numbers, uh, this week, <laughs> let's take see. a look at our cast. Oh, Monster, oh. aka Fred Gwynn. Fred was yes. born on July 10th, 1926. That gives wow. him a life path number of eight. Okay. Yeah. Personality is one of hard work and hard lessons. People born with this life path number get their worth from accomplishing great things. The bigger mm-hmm. goal, the more satisfying it feels when they achieve it. Money material goods are important to them because. They are rewards and reminders of all the effort they put in. People with this life path direct all their energy into creating a life of success and abundance. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, Mm -hmm. he became Herman Munster. and I mean, obviously, that all worked out for him very well. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a bunch of successful things. So, And he got to sleep on the giant pile of Herman Munster money every night. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And next week, uh, next week, we'll take a look at Grandpa. Ooh, Al nice. Lewis, we'll see what his is. Oh, good, Keith. I bet it's nine. I'm really excited that you're spreading it out because I was afraid that you're going to like blow the whole. Oh no 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 no! Life I, I, wad. In the yep. No, I I was already worried that I that I blew it already, uh, which is why we're <laughs> looking at the cast. Um, when we start getting like Norm Abbott and Dick Conway, then we'll be in trouble. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so the first time really in all the time of looking through volume two, I've actually got things that really actually happened on the 28th news events. Okay, okay. On October 20, 1965, the Gateway Arch in St. Louis was completed. Ooh, okay, I like that. Really? Yes. Oh, man, I've been in that arch. So I've been have I. Too. Yes, nice. <laughs> Is it? I don't remember it being very nice. <laughs> it's, it's, being very co- it's very cozy. Cramped. And they do have a bathroom in there. <laughs> Nice. Because my kid had to go to the bathroom as soon as we got to the top. No oh, way. Maybe I haven't been there. Hmm. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, remember to- bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I remember peeing my yeah. pants. Uh, in <laughs> maybe more important or less important, depending on how you're viewing it. Also, on October 28th, 1965, Pope Paul VII proclaimed that Jews not collectively guilty for the crucifixion. Oh, well, I'm, gl- I'm <laughs> wow. glad that he cleared that up. So, yeah. Wow. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Took him all the way till 1965. 
to uh, decide <laughs> so that. So brave. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come mm-hmm. on. That seems pretty late. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in, in less, uh, well, again, depending how you pick, look at it, less or more exciting news. Number one song is still Yesterday by the Beatles. Uh-huh. Um, wow. And I like to look at things all, you know, kind of during the entire week. So 1024 to 1030 in this case. And on October 26th, two days before this episode aired, Queen Elizabeth decorates the Beatles with medals, making them members of the Order of the British Empire at Buckingham Palace. The Queen Elizabeth that just died a couple, well, like not too long yep, ago. Yep, right? when she was young and spry. Yeah. She's probably really into the Beatles at the time, too. Oh, She's, yeah. Yeah, she was probably like 20. Big yeah. fan. She because she was she was what like ninety five or something when she died. Yeah, something like that. Ancient, yeah, so yeah. sixty years ago she was thirty something. She's probably a huge fan. Yeah, uh, not not a big enough fan to make a, a Beatles song number one in the UK because Tears by by Ken Dodd was number one in Britain this week. Tears in nineteen sixty five. Never heard that song. Yeah, me neither. Uh, on ten twenty five, the Rolling Stones released "Get Off My Cloud," and in nineteen twenty nine, uh, in the UK, the Who released "My Generation." Oh, so uh, much good UK music. A lot of good stuff going on there. Moving on to movies. <laughs> uh, I actually got one here that is uh, that seems oh. very Munster-esque for us. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, on 1027, a movie called Die, Monster, Die came out. I've heard of this movie. I don't know yeah. anything about it, but I know yeah. the title. Well, it's about a young man visits his fiance's. They discover that her wheelchair-bound scientist father has discovered a meteorite that emits mutating radiation rays. They've turned the plants in his greenhouse to giants. When his own wife falls victim to the mysterious power, the old man takes it upon himself to destroy the glowing object with disastrous results. Oh, boy. So the plants are the monsters? Uh, No, I think the plants just became extremely large. But then the wife got very big, so he decided to destroy the object. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, This is written by Jerry Soul and is based off H.P. Lovecraft. Really? Uh, works. Yeah, it's from the color of space. Wow, that's not how I remember that. Yeah, not the color of money, which is a different movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yeah. it is. It stars Boris Karloff, Ooh. Uh, Nick Adams, and Frida Ooh. Jackson. Karloff, he had a lot of back problems at this point in his life. He had a lot of difficulty walking, so the screenplay was written up so that he could perform his roles while seated in a wheelchair. Hmm. Okay, that's convenient. Yeah. Nice. I enjoy the taglines for this. No one can stop this killing machine. It's already dead, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably what they said about Herman back in, in World War II. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. Can you face the ultimate in diabolo- diabolism? Can you face pure terror? Okay. Uh, fantastic. Frightening. Oh. Two unearthly spine-tingling adventures. There's uh, two. This was, uh, this was when they uh, put it as a double fit, oh, uh, gotcha. a double feature. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say what the other movie was. Uh, science fiction challenges the forces of darkness to scare you screamless. And it could happen. It may happen. It might happen to you. What was that Yikes. one again? It can't happen. It may it happen. could happen. It may happen. It might happen to you. After, after every after every happen, there's an exclamation. Point. I feel like mm-hmm. may and might are in the wrong order, right? Shouldn't it escalate? It could happen. It might happen. It may happen to you. It did happen. I don't know. Yeah, it will happen. It is happening. Yeah, I should say it will happen, like at the end, right? Like, yeah, come on. you're already yeah, dead. Yeah. If, you, if you read this far, you're already dead. <laughs> you're already dead. And yeah, it, it has happened to you. It already because it's the time loop. Bye bye. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> bye bye. It says we filmed uh, it happening to you. 
we're broadcasting it to the world mm-hmm. now. Yep. Man, that'd be a trip to watch like a movie where like so you read that post, you're like, whatever, and then you watch it and you see yourself get horribly murdered. <laughs> <by a band. laughs> oh, God. It would be terrible. Yeah. That'd be a frightening movie. Well, and yeah. every it's a packed movie theater and it's different for everyone. They all see themselves. Oh yeah. That's mm. a horror movie right there. Somebody right yeah. there. That's actually kind of a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then like the horror horn blares right before you're about to die. Oh, and you're like, oh it can't horn. be that scary. Oh, I, I forgot mean, about the horror horn. Horror yeah. horn. Yeah, that's uh, Jer- Derek, you're gonna you're gonna have to like uh, you know put stuff over a lot of this. We got Derek or I mean Terry's finger puppet uh, show. You think and, that uh, needs fully work? And, oh. and no, no, not fully work. Like uh, <laughs> well, you need to censor it out so people don't hear it. That and then uh, the idea of us making a, oh, a horror oh, film oh. based off of people watching a movie. <laughs> Uh, the noise my fingernails make it reattaching. You don't want to do the fully work for that. It's, oh, uh... ew, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, and uh, finally, uh, let's uh, look at um, October twenty eighth uh, is a is a great birthday day <laughs> throughout time. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen forty four, Dennis Franz was born. Oh man, Sipowitz. Yeah, yeah. In nineteen forty nine, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh man, Sipowitz. In nineteen fifty five, Bill Gates. Oh, oh, billionaire Sipowitz. Oh, mm-hmm. they all wear. Uh, short sleeve shirts with ties. <laughs> 1965, Jamie Gertz. I Actress. That one. I don't know who that is off the top of my head. Yeah, I forget what she was in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I can't remember. She sounded more familiar to me. Uh, Lady Sipowitz? Yeah, Lady Sipowitz. 1966, Andy Richter. Conan O'Brien yeah, Sipowitz. Yeah. I know who he is. I like him. Uh, 1967, uh, the pretty Sipowitz, Julia Roberts. Oh my goodness, I didn't know oh. the runaway Sipowitz too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 1972. Uh, speaking of running, uh, Terrell Davis, running back for the Denver Broncos, Hall oh, of Famer, 2000 yard Sipowitz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In 1974, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm. Oh boy, the Joker Sipowitz. Mm-hmm. In 1978, Justin Guarini. Oh, from Justin the Kelly Sipowitz. Yeah, and the uh, the very first uh, season of uh, American of, uh, Idol. American Idol, yeah, Sipowitz. Mm-hmm. In 1982, uh, the timey-wimey Sipowitz, Matt Smith. Oh, yeah, and the his eyebrows are so faint, I can't tell if he has them, Sipowitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then finally, the most important one of uh, this whole list in 2004, Miss Beasley, an American dog owned by George W. Bush. Died in 2014. Was born in, two, on, in 2004 on that date. Too soon. And, uh, I don't even know that. Yeah, and uh, that, folks, is uh, a wrap on on this week's uh, Almanac Volume Two uh, details. All right. Holy I was shit. very excited that we actually had like new stuff that happened, and, yeah. and like. It was very cool when I saw that the Gateway Arch uh, had completed. Gateway Arch, and he's got a, like a list of tw- twenty long of birthdays. Well, it's only I. I thought it was a really good, like crazy list of people who were all born on uh, on ten twenty eight. I was like, wow, another one. Keith's like our very own Willard Scott. <laughs> oh man, it, God, oh, it's gonna make you gonna make me cry. So, with all that said, Keith, get your cushions back on and let's recline. We're going to slowly <laughs> descend into the Skuma X cavern, um, catacombs. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Cave. Um, the dome. The dome. We're getting uh, 
gently undressed by the robotic arms and gently redressed by the robotic arms. Mm-hmm. My favorite tickles, part of the week. Every time. Favorite part of the week. And now here we are. We are down. Captain Terry is going to, we're going to hop on the Skuma X ship. Captain Terry is going to take us an additional 2.75 miles out uh, to, so we can reach international waters. And then we're going to dive deep to the gates of hell for another Skuma X. <laughs> All right. So this episode was directed by Norman Abbott and, um, you know, this is an exciting skooma segment as well because is this is last one. He's back. He's one of the pillars of the monster machine. But I hate to say it, yes, he is. Uh, he's not coming back. This is the oh. last episode of the monsters. Seems a little too triumphant what you're singing over there. I don't know about this. <laughs> Um, he does do two episodes of Monsters today, though. So, uh, if we ever get to that, uh, you know, <laughs> if we ever get to that, it will be with a replacement for me, I think. <laughs> uh, I just thought it'd be nice, you know, take a look back at all his episodes he's done, see what we think about his like contribution overall. I'll, ju- I'll just go through him what he's doing. okay. Yeah, let's let's go down the list. All right, so first of all, of course, he did the unaired pilot, My Fair Monster. Oh, the best had- of them all. <laughs> had that weird Eddie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did season one, episode three, a walk on the mild side, where Herman walks through the park, scares people, and there's like a thief that tries to mug him, but runs yep. away or something. And yet, still nobody remembers what he looks like. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's where the like the first episode where they talk about like the red eyes and nine stuff feet like tall, that. green skin, red eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did uh, season one, episode four, Rockabye Monster. Where mm-hmm. the one of my favorite moments in the whole series, Munster or Herman Munster thinks his little toy is a son a of son, his, yeah. his living son. <laughs> yes, uh, he thinks we have... that Lily birthed that thing. That's my favorite part of all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know that uh, that that moment specifically. Like, there's a point of like, there's a tipping point of Herman's stupidity, and for some reason, that I think that's it. Like, because that's funny. And other stupid stuff that he does is just so far over the top. That's true. Like, uh, yeah, for some reason, that version of the stupid Herman was just amazing. And but there's a level of uh, deniable plausibility, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a mechanical thing, right? <laughs> it looks just like him, yeah. In a way, right? So, and they, they I mean, build up to it the whole episode. Like, they're really building up to this joke at the end. So, yeah, it was amazing. Masterful directing, I might say. Mm-hmm. Um, season <laughs> one, episode six, Locale Monster. Monster favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Herman goes on a diet because everybody calls him fat. Uh, season it's, one it's very 12. close to home. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll get some more uh, primer rib for you. <laughs> get up there. Uh, season one, episode 12, Sleeping Cutie. Uh, Marilyn, you know, she goes to sleep because of mm-hmm. some sort of magic thing. I don't exactly remember. And she needs somebody to kiss her to wake her up. Uh, season one, episode 14, Grandpa leaves home. Grandpa runs away and becomes a magician at a local club. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode 18, if a Martian answers, hang up. Herman gets into ham radio and he thinks he's talking to aliens. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode 34, Herman the Magnificent. Herman becomes a magician for Eddie's school show. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode 36, Hot Rod Herman. Mm-hmm. Where Herman goes drag racing and Grandpa about gets murdered because someone sees a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, episode 38. Yes, Galen, there is a Herman. 
where Herman saves a kid from certain death and nobody believes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, episode five, Herman coach of the year where Herman coached Eddie for track and field. Uh-huh. And then finally, of course, this episode, you know, based wow. on his, his season one stuff. Um, I know he's in you know, it. He, he may be like, maybe my, my favorite director of these. He like those are cool. a lot of, yeah, those are a lot of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I agree. You know, those are all yeah. pretty high. Like, mm-hmm. For some of like the best monsters episodes, he did a lot of them, I think. So yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I wonder if he got into season two and he did two, and he's like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> he starts seeing that they're just reusing the same yeah. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could have swore I did this last that season. I don't know. <laughs> you guys aren't pushing my creativity uh, <laughs> yeah, anymore. You're stifling I, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I think he did good. Yeah, I think he did a pretty good contribution to the monsters. He's got yeah. some good moments. Very solid episodes. Nothing. None of the worst ones that I've ever seen are on this list. I think. Man, that coach one was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like? Yeah, you, I guess you didn't like that one. I kind no, of I hated that episode. The one where Grandpa becomes a magician is a little weird, and at the club, and he yeah. runs away. Oh God! I yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been my only one that I really didn't like of his from season one, then, because all mm-hmm. the rest of them are all pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Quality wise, I'm impressed. But anyways, let's give him the old salute. We'll see you again, and <laughs> <laughs> monsters today yeah. if that ever happens. Um, so, so the story was by Richard Conway and is written by Joe Conley and Bob Mosher. Of course, uh, we've seen these guys in this exact lineup before several times the beaver squad seems like it's always richard conway or dick conway whatever you want to call him yep coming uh with a story and joe conley bob Bosher writing it down for him so chicken dicky chicken dicky conway that's uh... turns out chicken dicky is uh illiterate he, he just he dictates <laughs> the story that's the twist <laughs> yeah that's the twist i never learned how to read <laughs> but he's got so many brilliant ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just got to write it down. You would almost mm-hmm. think that his ideas are limited because he's never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in television. Yeah, anyways, we're, we don't need to talk about them. As long story short, <laughs> let's just get past. We've seen this yes, lineup please. a million times. So let's talk about some guest stars. We've got Don Kiefer as Dr. Elliot, and we got Marge Redmond as Miss Hazlett. Nice. Uh, Dan. Don Kiefer has 191 acting credits from IMDb going from 1947 to 1997. This guy has a whole lot of one-off appearances on TV shows. His biggest reoccurring role was on a show called Angel. Uh, he was in 26 episodes of the 31 total. The show is, is, that, about is that like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff? Oh, the spinoff. Yeah, he played Angel in that. Um, <laughs> David Boreanaz? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Don Kiefer, yeah, he uh, he got real fit for the role and he showed up. And he did. <laughs> DH'd himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the show is about a French woman who moves to America and gets into all these hijinks because she doesn't understand English or like American customs, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Oh. Yeah, seems fun. Uh, also, he was in a, a the original award-winning production of Death of a Salesman on Broadway, so that's wow. actually pretty cool. Yeah, good for him. Did he win a Tony? <laughs> Mm, no, I don't think so. He didn't get one leg of the EGOT. Sad. <laughs> Everybody gets at least mm. one leg of the EGOT. God, yeah, That's, you're right. I've really got two. <laughs> yeah, Keith's got two. He's got a Grammy <laughs> and a Tony. No, no, I, I, I just, I've been building my own. Uh, oh. Oh, oh. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I sculpted the legs already, so I've got two. 
Okay. Well, you know what? We'll count it. <laughs> what does EGOT stand for then, Keith? Is this some robot that you're building? <laughs> EGOT. No, no, no. It's an official I award for when somebody when, when somebody wins the when somebody wins an EGOT. Then that's what it is. So I'm oh. making kind of like a kind of like the Oscar award type thing. But I'm yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I wish it was a robot though. Like yeah. I mean, it's really. I'm sorry. I mean, it's really part of the puppet show I'm putting on. But yeah. Oh, okay. That I'm, that I'm writing all these new episodes while we're oh nice okay, good. until oh, I can okay. perform again. Yeah. Well, uh, his final acting credit was in a Jim Carrey movie, Liar Liar. No, oh. he played a oh, beggar God. outside the courthouse. A beggar or uh, baker? A beggar, like wanting okay. money or yeah, something. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen! I know. Yeah, uh, I assume that's where his IMD picture, IMDb picture came from because uh, he's looking pretty rugged in that picture. Mm. <laughs> so I hope that they like got it from that because yeah, yeah he looks and uh, he looks a little worse for wear. Uh, we've also got Marge Redmond. She's got 72 acting credits on IMDb from 1955 to 2008. We've actually seen her before in a Munsters episode. And what? She, it was also a Norm Abbott's directed oh. episode. Mm. He employs yeah. his friends. He's like mm-hmm. uh, Adam Sandler and Aaron Rodgers. He just gets... Oh, yeah. He's always bringing back this like familiar yep. people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to have fun. Go vacation out in the burbs for the Munsters. <laughs> yep. Um. So the the episode she was in was Yes Galen There Is a Herman. Was she the mom? She was the mom. She's oh, Galen's okay. mom. Okay. And she's the nurse in this one. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Uh she had a lot of like kind of one-off appearances on TV, kind of like the last guy, but she had a pretty big reoccurring role in a classic that we've talked about on the show a couple times, The Flying Nun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was classic. in all 82 episodes of the show. Nice. Which wow. seems like a lot of episodes for that premise, but <laughs> it know does <laughs> until you remember that they did like 50 episodes a season. Right. Then I think what we're watching now, and I'm starting to feel like it was a lot of episodes for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be fair, I feel like the Munsters, like there's a lot more story, even if the, they're not capitalizing on it, like there's a lot more storytelling opportunities. Than oh, there a is. Nun yeah. Who flies with a yeah. magic hat or something. I don't, still don't really know how she does it, but. I guess that doesn't matter. Um, she's also she did some video game work in her her later career. She oh, voice acting. Voiced, mm-hmm, she voiced someone called Mama Dash Neighbor in Max Payne Two. Okay, so, real important mm-hmm. role, I'm sure. And then uh, she was one of many people who voiced the citizens of Liberty City in Grand Theft Auto Four. <laughs> oh, outstanding! Uh huh. Yeah, yeah I, I love. That I remember game. liking that game. Yeah, that I game was pretty cool. That that main character was awesome. And mm-hmm. Nico, yeah. Nico Bella. <laughs> But anywho, you know, speaking of loving something, when you love something, even if you want to go fast, sometimes you gotta go slow. And we're gonna go slow. <laughs> to the that, that's that's it's a new song you're writing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. said go slow, right, Terry? He yep. did. Yep. He did. Oh, well, I can't go slow. Uh, much, oh. much like the the lead character from Grand Theft Auto Four. Uh, or any of the Grand Theft Auto. Uh, uh-huh. I I hijacked a vessel that was oh. my own down here, and I high sped it uh, out uh, back to the surface. I had five stars. I was wondering why I heard sirens all around us as we were surfacing. Hmm. Yeah, I hijacked a police submarine. And- <laughs> the police submarine. Wow. The police okay. submarine. Mm. I was mm. like, oh, God, yeah. why'd you... It's instant five stars when you when you mm. hijack a police submarine. Oh God! Yeah. Helicopters were all over the place. <laughs> I I just went 
but then I took the submarine and I painted it really fast and I came back oh, to the, mm. the to the man cove and uh-huh. I had no stars. It was great. Yep, uh, yeah, they didn't think it was suspicious at all no. that yeah <laughs> that, was, no. that looks just like a police submarine, but it's green. Hmm, it can't be one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yep. What's up? Nice. But I'm back up here. It now says okay. Polish on the side. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just yeah. Someone painted over it really hastily. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, ha- half of half of the words at least, right? Um, but yes, I have that. And guys, I got a special uh, treat for you this week. Um, I took all the drippings from the prime rib and I oh. put them into an ice tray and I put a piece of wax paper over the top and <laughs> I stuck. <laughs> toothpick into each one individually and put in the freezer and they are frozen and we got little mini <laughs> prime prime rib pops oh, oh man <laughs> i like to use them as ice cubes when i drink water and just just to get that <laughs> yeah, you know what i do that sometimes too when i need to like a real yeah. beefy refresher in the morning mm-hmm. yeah uh, like like people say like you know they uh like if they're having iced coffee they will like make some coffee ice cubes ahead of time uh-huh. and then and then put them in there so you know it doesn't like dilute it all like that i like to use these when you make them sometimes and add them to just the the prime rib like au jus that i have sitting around oh sure because nothing goes better with oh, yeah. hot prime rib than cold juice cold well no no juice. i mean no yeah i mean I let, I let it cool down you know so i have a nice like ice prime rib yeah. that I drink <laughs> ice it's yeah. great prime yeah Ooh. don't blame you because the best part about Oh, see what I love about freezing these is like the fat congeals at the bottom. So it's like oh. uh, you work your way down to that frozen fat, and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yep, yep. That's that what is the, a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a nice you, surprise. You put that nice little bit of uh, horseradish that like is stuck right in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it, just, it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. floats in there. Yeah, ah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I got the idea from an old saturday morning cartoon sort of thing you know they used to have these uh, on abc they used to have this little blob guy that come on and tell you about healthy snacks yeah like you can put a piece of cheese on a cracker and it's called a wagon Ooh. wheel or whatever hanker for a hunk of cheese yeah and then you could put a little orange juice in uh in the old uh, ice trays wax paper oh he wanted something other than cheese that's all i remember remember having. yeah no he had several <laughs> like little healthy snacks sorts oh. of things did not know the cheese and put yeah. it in the ice tray. You could oh. do that. Oh, liquid Ooh, cheese wow. pops. Yeah, that'd be great. But I made some <laughs> uh, some prime rib pops. I hope you guys like them. Uh-huh. Uh, I know you found all sorts of other uses for them in the past, but oh, I just yeah. enjoy yeah. the cube by itself today. Yeah, <laughs> just plain very tasty. natural taste. Yeah, and, and let let's talk about season two, episode seven, mm. Operation Herman. As Keith so excitedly told us, this some bitch came out on October 28th, 1965. Here's the synopsis. Eddie is frightened of having his tonsils removed, and it gets a 7.4 on IMDb. Is 7.4 okay. lofty? I don't know. Mm. We're going to find out. Mm. All yeah. I know is we're on episode seven, and it has been a tough run. Tough run <laughs> yep. up until yeah. this point. There's been some highs. There's mm-hmm. been... A billion lows. I feel like the lows have been lower than usual. You know, like I feel like it's low lows. Like because some of the episodes I've been like, yeah, they're fine. But then when we get to the low ones, I'm like, oh my gosh, like these are just not clicking for me. Yeah, the lows have been low and numerous. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling extra good. I mean, you know, Norman Abbott is is the last one. Of, it's his last one. It's, it's a swan, swan song. song. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we're, unless we're counting monsters today, you know, because we'll we're, we're not. We're oh, not. He's he's swinging. He didn't know he was going to do that at the time, so he's probably just you know he is uh, swinging it all the out there. Leaving it all on the court. Leaving it all on the court. He might have felt regret for his performance, or I don't know. I'm just contemplating any reason. Not saying it's good or bad episode, but maybe he just contemplated. Oh, maybe I didn't do my best, and I needed to come back and really. Did did the checks clear? Yes, he had no regret. No. Yeah. Yeah. This one starts off with a title card. We've been very inconsistent with title cards. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. a very goofy rendition of a stinger. Yes, very. It was. It was very tangentially related to the banger, and it was this. This episode has a lot of music in it. I don't know if anybody else noticed, but there's lots of music throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing. Like the whole thing mm-hmm. is scored almost. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, very high production. Very high production. That's the Abbott rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe it was really a swan song. He's pulling he, he out had, all the stops. He had a young John Williams and his orchestra in there <laughs> playing live it. to the, yep. the, the the acting. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'd go watch like a live performance of the Munsters, like where someone just like a band played <laughs> along to an episode. Oh know, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe like a duet that did it. That'd be great. Oh, that would be great. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We start title card, Goofy Stinger. We come in, Harry. Harry, Harry. Herman mm-hmm. is carrying a tea set, mm-hmm. and the window gets broken by a flying object. That yes. flying object. Is Eddie's books. So Herman screams, I think Eddie's home. His books just came in. Okay. Why? I still don't know why Herman's carried the tea set, but no. he is. Yeah. And he walked through like 50 layers of cobwebs to get to the door. Like this episode's very cobweb heavy, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't like, I don't know. It sounded like he, it seemed like he was going to make, um, wasn't he just trying to go and make, like Lily, like a afternoon snack or something? I don't, that's how uh, I didn't I, like say a, it didn't announce what he was up to. He's mm-hmm. just walking with this tea set, and the door flings yeah. open and smashes Herman, and then in walks a very, very upset Eddie. And Doesn't like going, a book fly through first or something like yeah, that? The book, yeah. I just said it. The book oh, through, sorry, yeah. flew through the window, and that's when Herman's like, Eddie's home. Books just came in. The door flings open, smashes Herman, and then Eddie comes in. I'm never, 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 mm. never, never going to school again. I'm like, oh, God. Not this again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this is like the fifth episode that started like this. Maybe three, <laughs> but it feels like five. Could be ten. I don't know anymore. I don't know. He does it and he runs upstairs. I'm like, yeah, he oh. hates the whole world, he says. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm never going back to school. I hate the whole world. Y'all fucking suck. And he goes around mm-hmm. upstairs. Lily comes in. What was that all about? Looking for Herman. She pulls the door back and then Herman is is wrecked. He's got a, a teacup <laughs> shoved in his mouth. The, so the tea set's all bent up. Uh, there's a tea bag hanging off his neck bolt. I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. He's smashed behind that door, and then he spits out that teacup, and it's like, I think our son is upset. And then Lily goes, oh, really, Herman? Like, <laughs> she's <laughs> mad. mad. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, what's your problem? Herman <laughs> just got smushed. <laughs> he just walked yeah. into the room. Finding your husband, who may have been assaulted by an unknown stranger, or th- your son. Mm-hmm, either, either way, way yeah, he's a wreck, and he's got a tea bag hanging off his neck, and she pulls it off, 
and then we fade into the banger. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. looks like disappointed that he was get making tea for sure. Like she looks at that tea bag like really. <laughs> yeah. It's like what's wrong? Like yeah, what are you thinking? it really. I mean, it didn't look like he was just. There's multiple cups and everything there, so obviously I think he was doing something nice for her. Oh. Also, why is it still steaming? Well, like the the like hot, the tea, I guess. But it's not steaming when he walks over, and when like she opens the door on her, whether it's just like you know, there's just constant steam pouring out of it. it made absolutely no sense. It's like a, a pressure cooker, right? Yeah. Like Eddie condensed like the <laughs> space around him so yeah. hard and so fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, pot. it's a ninja. Those ninja <laughs> pressure cookers. <laughs> yeah, and at that point, I was like, "Oh no, this like that thing mm-hmm. that that little thing." I was like, "Oh, no, what are we doing here?" And like mm-hmm. this episode is oh. already starting off bad. We might yes. might want to abandon ship now. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, we're just done. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh god, Lily's victim this. shaming, victim blaming Herman. It <laughs> like it's your fault for having the teeth set. Like he didn't yeah, do anything. True. She's so mad about that. I know. Mm. But then we get the banger, and I'm just like, okay. Then I feel a lot better. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) There's there's at minimum three different doors that are used. (laughs) Three different doors. I can't not Mm -hmm. notice it now. Marilyn has her own door. She comes. Yes, definitely. And it is cleanly cut, Herman. There's no other weird breaks or cracks. And I going back to my theory that they. Filmed her separately in hopes that Beverly Owens was coming. <laughs> <laughs> or it was a really strong artistic yeah. choice. <laughs> or strong, strong artistic. I, like Keith, I would like have Keith really, uh, I really would have liked to have seen, because um, you know, each one of them, you get like this good view, like overview of the door, like over their shoulder and stuff, so you can see everything around it. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that with Eddie. So I, I, I kind of would have liked the, the little <laughs> different angle with Eddie so we could actually... Mm-hmm. Get a consistency to see if the door changed for him at all, too. Mm, we need to get Bitch Patrick on set to ask him about this door. Like, what's the deal, mm-hmm. dude? Do you remember? Yeah. Like, where was the markings on that door? You gotta tell us. So we get the banger, and then we come back for the banger, and then we get mm-hmm. this is the third episode in a row where we get this weird camera thing. Yeah, cameras on Lily. Something's wrong. He didn't come from, come down for dinner. Camera pants the grandpa. Blah blah blah. Old days. They bury our frustrations in the yard. <laughs> people laugh mm-hmm. camera pants to herman maybe he found out about the birds and the bees which made what? me laugh like that was his concern <laughs> he hates the whole world because of that yeah i couldn't yeah. sleep for two weeks when i found out that the the honey was like a side hustler or something like i couldn't remember what he said it was like <laughs> yeah he said something like that i was like what <laughs> a weird a way to say hustle. that yeah and then uh. the camera pants to Marilyn as she's walking in the room something's definitely wrong I knocked on his door and he howled. That sounds normal if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. But then Lily has to clarify in, in case everybody watching goes, wait a minute, he howls. All, he's a little wolf boy. No. Oh, my. He usually doesn't howl until the moon is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously. So the only yep. thing that we do here is child psychology. Herman needs to go have a father son <laughs> talk with Eddie. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I think you should do it, Lily. You're his mother. She's like, Herman. Any, you've watched, you've watched Father's knows Father knows best for nine years. You should figure this one out. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. fine, but Donna Reed handles it on her show. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like that line. Yeah, I'm assuming Donna Reed was the mom on Father's knows best. No, the the Don, no, the Donna Reed show is a separate show. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. And Lily, uh, she calls him head of the household in this one. Like oh this. yeah. 
You're the head like, of the household. As head Go of the household, it's your duty to you mm-hmm. know talk to him. And Herman doesn't want that this time. He's like, no, no, I'm not head of the household. No. Mm-hmm. So maybe this character growth, or maybe he just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wants to do it. He he's been outwitted by Eddie several times. I don't That's true. Every time he does go up there, Eddie schools him. So yeah, yeah. So schools him. Definitely. Yeah, and he's probably like annoyed. He goes, "No, I'm gonna get yelled at when I come back down here." Yeah, mm-hmm. I get and clowned by my son. I get yelled you, at by you. Did you see what he did to me earlier? He can just. <laughs> Push me into a pancake. <laughs> the kid's out to kill me. <laughs> he hates the whole world. That's a kid full of hate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the, oh, what was that episode? He's like, they call this the punk phase or whatever, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's still there. But Herman acquiesces and he says, fine. And he goes. And then the camera pants. There's a lot of camera work here. And I'm, mm-hmm. I didn't notice it at first. But now I wonder if this was a single take, like a one shot, oh, like Tarantino around the yes. table at Reservoir Dogs sort of thing. <laughs> that felt like that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, though. Like, it almost like I, I, I noticed it, but I was I didn't know if I like liked it as much as like some of the other stuff we've been seeing with the camera work. Like mm-hmm. it felt I don't know. I don't feel like it was natural, I guess. Just a lot of panning in between people talking. Mm-hmm. But Herman leaves and the camera pans over to Grandpa. And Lily walks into the shot. And, her, and he's like, ah, we were all spoiled back in the day, which I don't understand where the spoiled part comes from. Rotting corpses, I think. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I was assuming. He meant. But like, was Eddie's like, not spoiled. But I like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I don't know. And then Lily chimes in with, well, everybody can't have our advantages or something like that. <laughs> I guess okay. it's serious because there's the monsters. They don't have any advantages. They're freaks. <laughs> we fade to there's things that i wonder if it was more common back then for modern filming filmmaking and storytelling but we we see herman plodding down the hallway we don't need to see him walking down the hall (laughs) we can (laughs) we can assume he gets there uh we can pick up in the room right but we don't we see herman plod down the hall he knocks on the door Looking for Eddie. There's a wolf howl. Let me in. Don't talk to me like that. All that stuff. Cuttable. Then we get Herman walking into the room full of cobwebs. I saw that wolf Ugh. head, uh, Keith, that mm, you mentioned yeah. previously. It's there on the desk or something. Uh, different position than last time. We got it there. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw it. Eddie's room full of shit. And then Herman's walking in. He slowly walks across the room. We see all of this. This is like a minute worth of filming that doesn't need to exist. (laughs) We find out that Eddie is upset because he was sent home from school with a note from the teacher. Where's this note? I ate it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's upset. He was sent home with a note from the teacher. Herman deduces, well, there must have been some trouble. And Eddie's like, eh, trouble comes from poor academics. V's two wit and ergo. <laughs> Herman is turned into the not the Merovingian, but who's that asshole from Matrix Two? Uh, That's him, right? The French guy? No, the Merovingian. No, the one with all the TVs. Uh, oh, the what is that guy's name? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But there he is. That's who Herman turns into. Ergo, you failed the arithmetic. No, sir. History. No, sir. Citizenship. No, sir. I failed tonsils. Yeah. Huh. And then Herman 
comes up with, well, you shouldn't take in the course if you know you couldn't pass, which I enjoyed. Herman doesn't understand what a tonsil <laughs> is. He probably never had him. Yeah, well, that's true. If you're going to build a Frankenstein's monster, would you put tonsils in? No, I'd leave them out. Yeah, would you put an appendix in? No, no, no. no. You're, you're a trying to make the perfect. No, <laughs> the perfect human being. You're trying to build that. You'd keep all that stuff out. Keep all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. But we, we would add like five hearts and you know whatever else. <laughs> yeah, Steel extra nerves. and lungs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you cut up with Herman, there's like ten hearts and sixteen <laughs> lungs. He's and... the perfect human being. <laughs> He's made of ham slightly. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's the, the perfect. Yep. So many good, st- so many good stuffs in there. Keep all the good stuffs. Get rid of the bad stuffs. I wish a doctor cut me open and replace some of my own <laughs> ham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I actually went through a, a series of rigorous tests and and consultations to have a ham inserted inside of me. <laughs> and at the last minute, I checked it out. I had found a doctor that was willing to do it. It's like all right, I I shouldn't, but <laughs> but I want to. But I feel like I'd be is- slightly happier if I had one in there. The insurance is going to cover it, so I'll put a ham inside. <laughs> They're going to go. They've approved the surgery. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've approved. Uh, yes, the bariatric ham insertion. Ham insertion. Yeah, see, that's pretty overboard on the, over the table. You know, that's that's fine. Yep. Uh, so there we go. No, he failed. He failed tonsils. There was a nurse that looked at his tonsils and said they're crummy, and they said they might have to come out. Like, I don't know why a nurse is going to make that uh, judgment, uh, but she is a school nurse. Well, who knows? I mean, she's a trained professional. And he's upset because they're the only ones he's got. Whatever, Herman's minor operation, out faster than you could say Jackie Robinson, which was a nice reference. Keith, mm-hmm. did you want to give any Jackie Robinson info? Uh, number 42, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Broke Broke color, color barrier. barrier. Yes. My kid, my kid has written two reports on him in three years. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Jackie Robinson, one of the greatest. Herman mm-hmm. has learned not to get too upset or emotional over minor medical blah, 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 blah. So he's like, let me take a look at them tonsils there, boy. And he opens his mouth. Herman looks in and goes, oh, tonsils. And then he faints. He can't stand the look at this, really? <laughs> tonsils. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tonsils, like, are... Keith, I, they're just like glands <laughs> in your throat. They used to like take them out, but they don't do this anymore because they realized it was entirely unnecessary to yeah. take them out. Yes, these take. Know, I have, I have very large tonsils. Yeah, they used to be like, oh, you have you have inflamed tonsils. Remove them, and they're just glands. I don't understand. Really? So but, that yeah. it's, it doesn't do any harm to keep them in. Like if no. they're really wow, there's wow, greatest the, liar. Like, Man's ever told. That's it, it, yeah. As far as as far as I know, and I could be wrong, listeners. If I'm wrong, <laughs> let me know. But I'm almost a hundred percent positive that they determined over the years that yeah, it's a hundred percent unnecessary to just remove tonsils. There's no need. Okay, for it. interesting. When when I was younger, I used to get um, strep throat. Uh, my allergies would cause like a nasal mm-hmm. drip. I get strep throat right around my birthday every year, like three years in a row. And like on the third year, the doctor's like, "Okay, if this happens again next year, we're gonna have to take your tonsils out." didn't happen again the following year i recently asked the doctor about getting my tonsils out because like i kept getting um the nasal drip thing was really bothersome lately and uh and they're like oh no we it's too painful for adults we don't do that oh for adults yeah it's probably too painful for children too yeah you just get a lot of ice cream when you're done 
Do you know they used to think that babies couldn't feel pain? Oh, dear God. Really? Yes. What? what? Oh, I don't like, like well, babies that. Babies don't process pain like adults do. <laughs> no, they just how, can't talk, motherfucker. How would they possibly know that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how could you possibly know that? Exactly. Sure. They can't tell yeah. you. Did they do just like, does this hurt? And they pinched it and it probably started crying. But they didn't say no. Didn't say it didn't hurt. Didn't say just it didn't cried. Hurt. That's what babies yeah. do. They cry. Wow. All right, so from there, Fun Herman fact. fainting, we fade to the clock, and the raven pops out and says, Three o'clock, and all is rotten as usual. That is what he says. And then we get our first clip. There's Grandpa at the reading the paper. Lily mm-hmm. comes in. I hope he goes to the doctor, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, shit. We have an episode that starts with the uh, never, 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 never Eddie fit. And then we mm-hmm. get the child psychology bit. And yep. then we get Dr. Willoughby who is a new doctor, but he's mm-hmm. very nearsighted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, mother oh. of God. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was uh, like, I, I missed the name. And I was like, Are we, I don't remember. I thought Dudley was gone. I was like, is Dudley yeah. really coming back? I was like, oh, I kind of got excited. No, Dr. Dudley, Dr. Willard Willoughby's office. Mm-hmm. Not Willard Scott, but Willard what, Willoughby. What a, what a hack. Yeah, we flip to his office. And the doctor is a dipshit. That's what we're He talking. is a horrible. Oh. He's got real thick Coke bottle style glasses on, right? Mm-hmm. And he can't see and he intentionally talks like a person doing a version of a moron voice as a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a doctor, you know, like, this is like yes. Oh my God. Yeah, it's awful. It's t- yes, absolutely terrible. Yeah, let's check out those tonsils, huh? Uh, so he pulls down this giant mirror thing on his head that's got like all these big flexible arms. I've never seen that before, um, <laughs> but he pulls it down right in front of his face and he opens his mouth. And he's like, look, at those tonsils look terrible. And Herman has to point out that he's looking at his own tonsils in the mm-hmm. reflection. Oh, oh my God. God. It's, oh, it's he didn't notice good. that his mouth was opening and closing at the same time. <laughs> yes. Speaking. And then he says, I was always getting in trouble for that at Johns Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins. So and he didn't fail after doing that a few times. Hmm. Clearly not. He's, he must excel at other things like maybe taking a temperature. So <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> he graduated <laughs> medical school because of his skill at temperature taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was great at it. He reaches in and he pulls out a wrapped cigar and shoves it in his mouth. And they, they show Herbin again. And he's like, uh, like Herman is <laughs> Herman. watching all of this happen. <laughs> he knows this guy's an idiot. Like he's he like rolling his eyes the whole time. Lily mm-hmm. likes Dr. Willoughby. Herman does not. No. Oh, I wish they would have played that up more. Like Lily really likes this guy for some reason. And like Herman just hates him. Like that would have been a fun episode. Yeah, but... that would have been a fun episode. It's like, obviously just horrible doctor. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's great. He's so nice. And he's, hey, everybody, this temperature says no, it's zero. <laughs> the temperature says zero. And he's frantic. And he's like, oh, wait. And he pulls a cigar out of his mouth and he throws it. No good. Your throat. That's no good for your throat. Smoking cigars. He throws it away. Mm. And then he tries to take a, take a temp again. He's like, where's that thermometer? He finds it. He's sitting on it. Like, okay. And he doesn't put it in his mouth. No. He just holds it and he looks at it and he goes, Why you don't have a temperature at all? You aren't sick. That's not how a thermometer works. Mm-hmm. He like, didn't even try with that yeah. one. He just like looked at it. It was like, Ooh, and he was sitting on it, so it should have been hot. That's true. Yeah. Well, we don't know where he pulled that thing. <laughs> yeah, that is true as well. 
No, it was in his uh it was in his uh lab coat pocket. Eddie's like, it's in oh, it's right there. No, in that's where the cigar true. was. No, he was, then points to another thing that's there right after, doesn't he? Um, I think I you're right, maybe. Or or did or, or did Eddie think Eddie thought the cigar was the thermometer at first? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, Eddie points it out it's in your coat mm. pocket. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's so terrible. I'm just like mm. Why, why do they have to do this again? When they knew <laughs> they have Dudley, uh-huh. just don't do it. I didn't, don't do like, I didn't even love that. Like I learned to like Dudley over the episodes. Like I can, he kind of grew on me, mm-hmm. but like this is just like such a like downgrade to Dudley. Like this is such a worse version. It's like the same joke, but just a million times worse. Mm-hmm. And it's season one and it's like, well, here we are in season two. Let's do a doctor joke. Let's do a doctor bit. We can't have a normal doctor. Doctor's going to be nearsighted. We can't do Dr. Dudley because what's his face? Oh, mm. God. Paul Lind isn't available. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they do this. So then he's like, you don't have a temperature. You're not sick, but let's look at them tonsils anyway. And he looks down there. Herman's like, do you see him, Doc? He's like, I see everything. This pancreas is real boss. <laughs> He's the pancreas. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can see his pancreas down his throat, which is not a good. That's a bad situation, I, mean, I would think. That, yeah, that seems bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's an amazing, um, like a microscope thing that he's using to magnifying lens that he's using to see if he can yes. see all the way to the pancreas. Yeah, well, I I forgot to mention before this. He wanted to look down his mouth, and then he closes his mouth and mumbles he's not going to open his mouth mm, yeah Herman's like well he said he's not going to open his mouth for a rat fink doctor when he said that I couldn't tell because Eddie did not say that many words so was Herman adding the rat fink doctor I think he was yeah I felt like that <laughs> doctor's upset and Eddie's like, uh, like Herman called him a rat fink once though already at that point right yeah maybe I don't know but he's like, open your mouth. I'll give you a lollipop. And then he asks Herman, can you get to open your open his mouth? <laughs> Will you give me a lollipop? <laughs> no, I just won't hit you in the head. I'm like, what the fuck? Is going on? <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, just give Herman a lollipop. Come just on. give him a I lolly. Mean, dude, look, look at the man, uh, the the semi dead man across the room for you. You don't threaten to hit him in the head. No, <laughs> like never. Mm-hmm. No cause for concern, by the way. He does, he does not react to these two at all in any mm-hmm. sort of like timid way. He is very confident in himself for some reason. Yeah. Well, because he's so, got that messed up. He can't see very well. And that's probably it. Yeah. Maybe he's learned to overcompensate for his self consciousness of his nearsightedness. Mm-hmm. Now he's just a prick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he fought. He, Finally gets out, he opens his mouth, sees his pancreas, his real boss, and he's like, oh, his tonsils, they need to come out too. Uh, no big deal. You just spend a couple of days in the doctor place. <laughs> the doctor place. Nice. Uh, and he is not cool with this because guess what? He's going to miss the school play on Saturday. Okay. He's been pra- he's playing the wolf in Little Riding Hood. He's been practicing his, practicing his howl all week. Yeah, well, he's pretty good at it from this episode. Yes. Why, why couldn't we see this? But why even add this 
tidbit. <laughs> it doesn't. Right. It, it's like a plot thread that doesn't exist. Like, if you're going to yeah. bring it up, you got to, like, do something with it. That'd be a, a <clears throat> great episode. Yeah. Like, just seeing, like, him, like, go get really into it, like, being mm-hmm. a wolf. And, like, they're like, no, that's too much, Eddie. Like, yeah. eat the children or something. Like, mm-hmm. every time, every time that they have to go to Eddie's school for some sort of thing, whether it be the, science fair or the the talent show um you know bit and everything like that it's it's it well not the track and field one but the other ones it's they're pretty good episodes and so like oh man i really would like to see eddie like starring in the play all of a sudden and like what kind of hijinks would go on with him like trying to you know i I could see uh grandpa like oh i got a pill to help your performance and all this and like i mean grandpa plays the grandmother yeah, I mean, we we would get annoyed with them re rehashing how they're going to make it happen, but like them like interacting and doing stuff at the school again would have been fun. And it could have been like a young Eddie romance episode oh, too, yeah. where like yes. he's playing the wolf, he's got the hots for Lower Riding Hood, but she's got a boyfriend who plays the the hunt, the, the woodsman the or whatever, right? Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, it could be all sorts of stuff going on there, and then Grandpa could have tried to make a pill to make her fall in love. I could use mm-hmm. oh. Grandpa turns into a real wolf and terrorizes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be anything like that. Could have been something good. But no, we just get like this throwaway line that indicates that there could have been a different story than this shitty one. And (laughs) I'm stuck with it. Now, the doctor, uh, nearsighted asshole, wants Herman to take a look at the tonsils. Herman's (laughs) like, "Ah." (laughs) but he's like, what? You're scared of a little old tonsil? He's like, no. So Herman gets up, looks, faints. The office shakes. Shit falls from the ceiling. Doctor screams, earthquake. Every man for themselves gets under the desk. Eddie looks unpleased. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. At this passing out at the sight of tonsils like repeatedly is it's a little much. And it it, it is right because. All you're doing is looking at something in your kid's mouth. It shouldn't be that disturbing. Right, yeah. right. Maybe it's he's not... got a glimpse of pancreas, though. Maybe he <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But it's not like tonsils like oozing pus and they're like gross or and they're just swollen, you know. That's whatever. true. But the nurse did mm-hmm. I mean if it was bad enough for the nurse to say something, maybe those things are just nasty. They're real crummy, like you said. Like maybe they're... maybe fade two. Marilyn and Lily coming in. Good news. Eddie's surgery was a success. Success. Mm. So we 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 didn't we have that. to watch the surgery, which surprises me a little That's bit. Surprised nope. me too. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Wow, brevity is not this uh, show strong suit." We actually <laughs> right. had a little bit of it here. Yeah, we watched Herman walk up the stairs, go yes. down the hall, knock <laughs> on the door, and then two days passes. Then he gets surgery. Now he's in recovery. <laughs> what? Okay. Yep. Yeah. When they left, he was eating ice cream. And then Grandpa tells Herman, he said, you didn't have to stay home and hide like like a little bitch, <laughs> Herman. <laughs> I do like that image of him just like hiding in the closet because he's so scared of Eddie going to search. Yeah. <laughs> well, Herman's like, well, cool. I want to go visit. But mm, well, he's like, nah, the doctor thinks he's best. You know, he want to upset Eddie with all the crying and screaming and fainting. <laughs> the medical you know, term was enough. going ape. Uh, that was kind of funny i thought i i didn't much care for this like marilyn and lily almost kind of like gloating that they got to go yes <laughs> they looked very smug that's true that's they true. did like hey we got to go and you didn't and i did not like that why did yep. the other two just go with them 
Maybe because, they're working. Be, no, because Harmon was scared to see the the tonsils again, I think. And he can't expose Herman to the hospital staff yet. No, no fair no. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Grandpa's like, what? What? You think a person of my background would faint at the sight of blood? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but Lily and Marilyn, they just don't give a fuck. They're just like, suck it no. up, old man, and doctor's orders, and they start walking. Oh, upstairs. he will Come suck on, it Marilyn. up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is more of them being real smug. They're like just strutting up the stairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, Lily, Marilyn, they're like, well, you can see tomorrow. And then they sashay up the stairs and both look rather pleased with themselves. Mm-hmm. Grandpa whispers to Herman, well, Herman, what are you going to do? Herman's plan, go upstairs, put on Al Jolson record of Sonny Boy and cry himself <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> I like that. I like that, too. Grandpa's like, no, you dipshit. We're going to go visit Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, God, if I do that, Lily might get mad and might not, she won't make me my chocolate chip cookies and other mean stuff. If she makes chocolate chip cookies as good as the ones my wife makes. Then, yeah, that's a that's a point that you got to take into consideration. Grandpa doesn't care, though. It's like, we'll just sneak out later and surprise. And we'll surprise everyone at the hospital. <laughs> yes, oh. you will. And then they laugh. <laughs> For a rotten old father-in-law, you sure are a lot of fun. And no thank you from Grandpa. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You're rotten and fun. Fade to first commercial. Great. Come back. Herman is sneaking out of bed. He puts a big sack, a bucket, (laughs) a mop on place and covers up with a blanket. Yeah. At first, I thought that was stupid, but I kind of looked at that thing for a second. I was like, you know what? That kind of looks like Herman a little bit. Herman. (laughs) Yeah. Lily doesn't move. She's sleeping next to him. Mm-hmm. Herman's stumbling down the dark hallway. Hallway. I can't see, Grandpa. Stick out mm-hmm. your hand. And then so he reaches out and he grabs the suit of armor's hand. It's like, oh, there you are. Let's uh, go. And Herman starts to pull the suit of armor. Sure. Grandpa stops it from falling and making a bunch of noise. He's like, no, you dummy. I'm right here. Herman's like, oh, there's Wolf Wolf. Let's take it to Eddie. So he grabs Wolf Wolf. That's very nice. I like that. Yeah. Another episode of Wolf Wolf. That's like mm-hmm. four or five out of seven. They have Wolf Wolf in it. Lily, half awake. Um, reaches over, starts patting the bucket in the bag. <laughs> just want to see if Herman's here. She never opens her eyes. Mm-hmm. Just checking Herman. Like, what are you checking? Like, what if you had to get up and go pee or something? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Fade two. Mockingbird Heights Hospital. Grandpa and Herman will walk in, and Grandpa goes, "Excuse me, lady." <laughs> Very rude, yes. Very rude. There's two <laughs> nurses behind the desk. The one turns around, and uh, she's aghast, and she yep. assumes Herman's been in a terrible accident. Which oh, is, did... This is pretty funny. This is like the right context for that and everything. Like, yes. I like when this. did it happen? Oh, this afternoon. Oh, he should come in sooner. <laughs> uh, his wife would let me bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse is like, oh, I need to go get the attendants. Grandpa's like, we don't need attendance. They they leave us. Eddie's in five seventeen. We'll find him our own. Now let's just. And then then he's all we have to do is turn around and walk to the elevator. We'll take the elevator. <laughs> Here's yep. the elevator. Like, yes. Let's press the up button on the elevator. Mm-hmm. Here comes like they're just it very deliberately setting up what happens next. The elevator comes down. It opens up. The man sees Grandpa. He closes the door. The elevator goes crazy up <laughs> and like the dial shoots through the drywall through the ceiling mm-hmm. the elevator goes past the sixth floor oh. into space i guess 
Um, you hear yeah. like a crash. Yeah, like it's a great glass elevator or something. I don't know. Or maybe he's dead. Like it just like yeah, fell I, back I assume down. he's dead. Yes. <laughs> the elevator launched in the sky, then crashed into the sea. I don't know. <laughs> Fly straight into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> right into the sun. You know, th- this is one of those like all those weird things like Herman's, you know, causes all these, you know, weird physics things to happen. Mm-hmm. This might have been like one of my least favorite. A, because you know it was what? so telegraphed, and B, because I was like, why would the little, like, thing that's tracking, like, what floor they're on, <laughs> why would it continue to go that's further up off the thing? Mm-hmm. It, it, that, but I was like, maybe because we've seen this happen so many different times, like these weird things happening when Herman's around and we kind of, you know, just blow him off for like some weird physics thing. But I'm like, this one's, just, I don't know, it, I was like, that's kind of stupid. What's but, weird yeah. is. I like this joke. I like oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think it was great and I knew it was coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. One, because you could see the path that the dial was going to take to the drywall. It was like mm-hmm. a different drywall. You know, like when you're watching Bugs Bunny and you're like, I wonder which piece of the wall he'll break through. Well, it's clearly the one that's colored differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like that, right? So <laughs> I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I see where the dial is going to go. I know what's going to happen. It goes straight up through the wall. It's like tearing through the drywall, breaks to the ceiling. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was very cartoony. And I'm like, okay, I kind of like that joke. I'm not like, well, this is a top 10 joke of all time or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. It so looked it goes, cool. Like, I think it's a cool effect. Like the just like shattering through the wall. Like, I didn't ex- <laughs> yes. really expect it to do that. Yeah. Shit falls from the ceiling. And then Herman's like, oh, it must be faulty. Let's take the stairs. So they go up the stairs. Herman and Grandpa leave. The nurse returns with attendants and a stretcher or a gurney or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, where'd they go? They were just here. Well, if they were as bad as you say, they couldn't have gone very far. The two were unbelievable. Was I seeing things? That's what the nurse says. And then mm-hmm. the attendant goes, Miss Hazlitt, I think you've been working too many nights. She mm-hmm. shakes her head. And then there's a weird cut in her facial ex- expression changes. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. She went no. from like looking down and concerned to like looking up and like half grinning like his takeover Uh, (laughs) it's just like a weird cut and then it flips to Lillian bed she discovers herman's gone she's like padding it she like feels the smooth bucket yeah she grabs the mop she's not having a light sleep like she should have probably noticed herman climbing out of bed yes herman Getting out of bed when like 500 pounds gets out of bed, it should like jostle the mattress. Yeah. I think she probably yeah. like bounced didn't... out of the bed, but the weight difference like suddenly just yes, changing. Yeah. They didn't have that mattress yet that you could like you know put a, a wine on glass it. on one corner or whatever and drop a bowling ball on it and stuff and it wouldn't move. They didn't yeah. have that yet. Mm. Yeah, they invented that specifically mm. for her <laughs> because of the <this laughs> show. Yeah, 1965 mattress technology is not where it's at today. Lily should have woken up when Herman left, but she didn't. But now she reaches over. Oh, Herman, your face is so smooth and your hair is so long. Wait a minute. And she wakes up. <laughs> Herman is gone. I knew I thought he should have got a haircut. She calls in Marilyn. Herman has flown the coop. Well, where could he have gone at this hour of yeah. the night? I don't know unless he went to the Theta Barra Film Festival at the all night movie. Theda Barra was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. She's an actress. Um, she died in 1955. Uh, but there was like this trivia thing that I thought was uh cool about her. Okay, so she did almost 40 different films. 
um that she was in during uh you know her career and stuff like that but only six survive as well as a handful of fragments as of the year 2020 leaving her with perhaps the highest percentage of lost work of anybody with a star wow. on the hollywood walk of fame so i'm imagining you know he went to the you know the you know film festival it's just those like six movies that they have that's kind uh, of crazy actually yeah. yeah is she like super attractive or something because like why and why would they be at late night and why would he go to this she was described as being vamp vampire looking oh oh, oh quotes mm. i have the face of a vampire but the heart of a feminist okay all right yeah. she sounds yeah. pretty cool mm-hmm. but Herman wants to go see these movies, I guess, or at least Lily's concerned that he would go see another woman with the face of a vampire. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think concerned, but she's like, well, that's the only thing he would go do. Well, she was concerned because Marilyn is like, don't worry. Uncle Herman is good and kind and true. Well, because the last like five episodes, he's been a philandering, uh, you know, homewrecker or hanging out with homewreckers. Oh, so it would be a bear or the Russians accused of it. Right. Or his own wife, mm-hmm. allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. And Lily agrees. Yeah, he is all those things. I just wish he wasn't such a goofball. <laughs> I I wish she um, wouldn't like forget the fact that there was some place he wanted to go already tonight, and yes. you told him no. <laughs> he, he, I know, right? Like, where could he have gone? Definitely not to go visit his son in the hospital. Probably at a film yeah. festival. <laughs> right yeah. is it the thing that we referenced earlier or is it something totally random that <laughs> totally random and new about. never referenced once and never again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. flip to the hospital hallway grandpa and herman sneaking around there is a sign no visitors after eight authorized personnel only herman's like i guess we'll have to go home without seeing eddie darn and he says darn really angry and i loved it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grandpa's like, no, you dummy, look at this. And goes over. It's like, what the worst that can happen? Herman's like, I don't want to encounter any more mad doctors. <laughs> that's pretty good, too. Yep, that's a good line. Grandpa goes, no, look at this. There's just doctor coats on a coat rack there. So he gets one, and he has a lot of trouble putting it on. He like oh, yeah. can't get his arms in it. It's like hanging off the shoulders. Like It's just like ill-fitting at best. It's try like over his clothes. He's like, look at this instant authorized personnel. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was just like a trench coat put on backwards. <laughs> it may mm-hmm. have been. Yeah. So it was so <clears throat> poorly fitting. It was just funny. Like he couldn't keep it up. He was constantly pulling up. He was struggling with it. You could well, see he was struggling with it. Because then it pays off just in a couple minutes later where he has Herman laid down on that gurney. And then he claims he's going to go make sure the coast is clear. And I think it's just so he can get his jacket oh, for put sure. on right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now, so stupid. The fact that he comes back around that corner, it's like perfectly put together. Yeah. Because Herman, he's like, I can't fit into one of those coats. What do I do? Well, in this gurney, I'll put a blanket over mm-hmm. you. You look like a corpse. Great. Herman, like you said, shovels off to make sure the coast is clear. A nurse walks <laughs> in and sees Herman covered on the gurney. Hmm. Those careless disorderlies left another emergency patient just laying around I'm like, An emergency oh. patient usually when they have the thing Corpse. pulled over their head it's yeah they're dead <laughs> emergency patients jesus so she wheels off herman grandpa comes back looking for herman and i wrote and his coat is perfectly put on now his coat fits immaculately it's yep. tied mm-hmm. up in the back he comes back looking like an official doctor we cut back to 
the nurse wheeling Herman into a room, and that's when we get this clip. Doctor, this was out in the hall. The boys probably went on their coffee break. (laughs) Well, let's have a look at him. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm afraid we're too late with this. Doctor, this is the man who came in here a few minutes ago. That's me, all right. He's alive. You've got to be kidding. I just came down to see my boy who had his tonsils out today. Oh, listen to that, doctor. He's delirious. <laughs> now, just uh, take it easy, fella. <laughs> Were there any other survivors? I don't know. <laughs> well, we'd better give him a shot to calm him down. Good idea. But, but I... But now, just, just relax, sir. <laughs> Can't take wolf <laughs> now, just a minute. <laughs> not making those needles like they used to. I actually really enjoy this exchange. Yes, this might be the best part of the episode. This is fun. It is this 100% is the fun. best part of the episode, for me at least. Mm-hmm. And that that facial expression that Herman's making as he pulls the cover off his head, like it, like genuinely was kind of terrifying. I thought mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. he looks so distorted, so contorted." And then he goes, "Hello, <laughs> hello, that's me, Herman." So what I love, and I'll I'll tell you what I especially love about it later on. But notice Herman's very nice and very polite, and oh yes, you're the doctors and the nurses and whatever. Right? I just I really like that. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I'm just here to see my son. Oh, it's delirious. No, wait, listen to me. <laughs> and you can't take Wolf Wolf, all this stuff. We cut nope. to, from there, we cut to Grandpa in the hallways looking for Herman. And he's like treating Herman like as a dog. Here, Herman, here. <laughs> <laughs> Another doctor walks up to Grandpa. Doctor, what's wrong? Grandpa says, I lost a patient. <laughs> and then the other doctor goes, look. You don't tell on me, I don't tell on you. <laughs> that's, a, got, that's a good line. Which got a huge canned mm-hmm. laugh. And the doctor walks away and Grandpa goes, all right. Cut back to the doctor <laughs> and the nurse. They're strapping Herman down. They're strapping him down. <laughs> Herman's pleading with him. I'm, I'm not. I'm just an average, normal, everyday <laughs> citizen. <laughs> and then the nurse puts the gas on Herman like the and the balloon thing he's breathing in it's getting bigger and bigger and it blows up and the doctor goes I've never seen that before keep feeding them <laughs> <laughs> they're getting Herman all gassed up uh-huh, Herman's yeah. knocked out and she goes well what are there any ill effects and it's like nah it's just nitrous oxide they used to call it laughing gas he'll wake up feeling real good the nurse goes to get the chief resident mm-hmm. go get chief resident yeah. Dr. Monroe and the other doctor's like oh I'm going to go scrub up. Got to go scrub up for what? I assume they're just going to cut him open. They don't even know what's wrong yeah. with him. But they just know he's <laughs> going to dig in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're going to do something to this thing, guy. <laughs> so the nurse leaves and grandpa walks in right behind her looking for Herman, finds him like, there you are. Come on, Herman. Let's get out of here. Herman's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he's gassed up and babbling. Grandpa is like, come on, wake up, Herman. Come on, Herman. Uh, Grandpa's going to take you bye-bye. <laughs> Herman, oh, boy, bye-bye. <laughs> and then this is my favorite part because Herman gets up and just breaks out of the straps. Yes. And yeah. the he two stumble out. So Herman, he's just so compliant. There's so many <laughs> rules. I'm like, well, I'm at the hospital. If the doctor says that this is what I should do, then 
I just mm-hmm. probably listened. At any moment, he could have just, you know, <laughs> ripped out of everything, crushed them, kill them, throw yeah. them up through mm-hmm. the window, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> From there, we fade to Lily and Marilyn. They're in the living room. Lily wants to know where Herman is. Where is Herman? Why would he sneak out like this and not tell me? Marilyn's like, well, maybe he felt depressed mm-hmm. and couldn't go to sleep. A walk in the cemetery that always cheers him up. Lily's pissed, but he is a good husband and a father. Conscientious and sober. <laughs> and sober. <laughs> like, yeah, I uh, again I'm this is great that you think this, but for the last five episodes of the season, four of them at least, uh, you've accused him of cheating and and being out all night and everything like that yeah. and, and doing weird stuff. And now you're like, oh, he's basically father of the year. Yeah. But he's always conscious and sober. Then you're <laughs> in the background. Yep. What is that? And Marilyn, Marilyn goes, sounds like some tanked up ploy- playboy to me. <laughs> then Lily's like, no, Marilyn, that tanked up playboy is your uncle Herman. <laughs> Cut to grandpa struggling to hold Herman up and open up the front door, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of funny. This is awesome. And the yeah. door opens, they stumble in. Hey, Grandpa, this place is neato. And then there's Lily and Marilyn standing right in front. Hey, lady, great place. Hope I'm not <laughs> too late for the floor show. <laughs> <laughs> Lily is so upset. Yeah. She thinks and, he's been out drinking and, and just. Yeah. You went out and got drunk on this night of all nights with your son in the hospital. The son you just said was fine earlier. Yeah, and nice don't worry about it. TV. He's yeah. great. Go see him in the morning. You'll be fine. And you uh, come home in this condition. That's condition. I'm just full of laughing gas. <laughs> Marilyn's like, oh, no. They say, he says like gaffing last or something like that. I think at mm, first maybe, so he's, yeah, he's mumbling through everything. Marilyn's like, oh, no one will believe that you're the charter member of the Pat Boone fan club. <laughs> Grandpa does the recap. This is our first like real recap, and it comes at the end of the episode. That's true. This is what happened. Everything up until this point, and he's full of laughing gas. Herman's like, it's all true. And if it weren't for this friendly little penguin, <laughs> we'd have never made it home. Loved it. Oh, Loved it. Never it. gets old. That yeah. joke never gets old. Yeah. So we got the friendly little penguin. Then Herman's like, he tries to walk (laughs) up the stairs and Lily shoves him up the steps. We fade to our final commercial break. Like, oh, my God, here we go. Credits can roll at any time. Probably when something hilarious happens, is my guess. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Family's all in the living room, including Eddie. Like, see, Eddie, it's not so bad. And he's like, yeah, the hospital was great. We could move the bed up and down, watch mm. TV, eat ice cream. Daytime TV has reruns of the Late Late Show, and that got a laugh. I, I don't know. Hilarious. I guess people didn't realize that that was the case. I have no idea. <laughs> Grandpa tells a story about his tonsils, how he still has original tonsils. The doctor's like, oh, you'll take those to the grave. And he's done it many times. <laughs> Eddie then asks if Herman, if he wants to see his tonsils. Then Herman's like, ha, 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 you can't give me this, you little son of a bitch. You got your tonsils <laughs> taken out. And he's like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. I got to bring him home in a jar. And everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so not. Endearing. That's gross. <laughs> that's not sweet. <laughs> Isn't that cute? And he oh. runs off to get him. And then Herman, tonsils in a jar. And then he faints and crashes to the couch and gets his Breaks head stuck couch. in the harp. Yep. 
and the harp goes plang, and then the raven pops out and says three o'clock, and the knucklehead's still on a tune. Credits. We survived our forty-fifth episode of the mm-hmm. Munsters, season two, episode seven, Operation Hermit. What'd you guys think? It, it's it's probably the one. It's probably been my most enjoyed one so far this season. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Low bar, but it's I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, the whole interaction uh, with Herman and the you know the nurse and the doctor trying to get in the laughing gas and all that other stuff uh, that was really fun. Uh, that penguin line get it mm-hmm. it gets me uh, again though. I think I actually really enjoyed this one a lot more until we started going through the recap and I was like, ah, Jesus. Sure. Like Lily's now praising him when she's been bashing him this whole time. As soon as he shows up, she doesn't even wait for an excuse. She's just you're drunk again and blah blah blah. Uh, so there's a few things I I I don't like, but it, easily my favorite episode so far of season two. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, I thought it was kind of a uh, not very good. Um, but <laughs> the uh, the Herman stuff at the hospital, I think, is actually really like that's solid. That's a good idea. I wish the whole episode mm-hmm. had been yes. him like interacting with doctors and trying to figure like figure out what's wrong with him or something like like maybe there was a scene where they actually do like fix him up and he comes out just like normal looking <laughs> like that would be kind of <laughs> cool. Um, but. Yeah, like I feel like the first half of the episode is just so lame. Like it starts off so oh, God, slow yeah. for me. Like just because we do see all this tropes like a million times already. It's like great, Eddie's mad, but then it kind of takes a weird direction with the tonsil thing, which in in a good way, I guess. Uh, but I don't know. I think I had like it kind of grew on me as we talked about it because that doctor stuff is just so funny. But it's such a small segment of it too. I don't know. I'd say mm-hmm. it's probably lower to mid for me episodes. It's also it's like the third episode already where they do the father son talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly. the second time already that he runs home, uh, you know, mad about, you know, the people at school. Yep. And, you know, and so it's just it's like, OK, not only are we just repeating like things from season one, but like now we're we're repeating the repeat already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and. and- the title's kind of weird too. Operation yeah. Herman. Like I, I didn't know this was going to be about, and I was like, Oh, it's a, like, mm. is he going to like go on like a covert ops? <laughs> kind of does. I guess you could kind of take it that way. Actually. Now I think about it, but going to be called operation Eddie because that's his operation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Dr. Willoughby. I just, Oh, he is. Pony. I take it back. Low tier episode. That first doctor was so yes. bad. Uh, oh. po- pony up the money and get and get uh, the other guy back. That's what that's what they should have done. I, I lean more towards Terry on this one. And now I will say this: I did enjoy the second clip, the like the the doctor, and the nurse reacting mm-hmm. to yes. Herman. That's an old joke too. It's not like the first time people have thought like, oh, he was in a terrible accident, right? This time it was just it. It's almost like. Uh, Dick Conway said, well, what if Herman sees a hospital? People see Herman. Oh, there we go. Hmm. How do we get Herman to the hospital? I don't know. Hmm. Eddie has tonsils. My kid just has tonsils taken out. <laughs> oh, perfect. Here we go. What do yeah. we do for the rest of the episode? I don't know. Just find some stuff from season one. Yeah. And that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what have Herman walk down a hallway and open a door. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Let's have Herman walk down a hallway for five minutes and just a bunch of filler, and then we can't get Dudley back. We can't get Paul Lynn, so 
let's just have another nearsighted doctor and then fill up some time with that, doing some dumbass yeah. jokes. I mean, it's all just stupid yeah. recycled. It's all but stupid recycled. Especially like I part of me thinks, okay, they wrote it up thinking that Holden would be back because the doctors got sight problems again and stuff like that. And then they couldn't get them. So they were like, ah, just leave it in there. Yeah, they have to give the guy like a different issue. Like maybe this guy can't hear all that well or something. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they just don't go to the doctor. That's my that's my Mm -hmm. uh, thing. Either way, whatever. It was a very low tier episode with like a funny moment. And then that's that. But we know we thought, what did the Internet think? What did IMDb? What did CC the movie hyphen man movie man hyphen? The hyphen man, CC the movie man hyphen one say, is he back? That's what He's I want. Not know. back. No, but Jimmy oh. underscore the underscore gent four is back. That's almost the same years guy from later. last time. Yeah. Yes. It's it's uh, CC the movie man's son. It's so weird. <laughs> CC the movie man hyphen one did these in like 2008, all up until a point, and then he stopped. And then the next week, ten years later, Jimmy underscore un- the underscore gent four. Picks up the slack, mm-hmm. fills you know, him I'm, in. I'm thinking CC the movie man forgot his password and couldn't get back. To his <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, he's like, "Hmm, maybe I'll finish those monsters reviews." But I will no, say, man, the oh no, he he passed away, and his son, uh, this he was bequeathed to him. Yeah, he, he discovered them and was like, uh, oh, "Dad never finished. Let's start. You gotta pick up. Yeah, like, I demand you finish what I started." I was hoping that like it was in the will. It's like you want the, my million dollar. You want you want my my estate. Finish the monsters reviews. <laughs> oh god! Oh, no, I was thinking like he didn't know. Like this kid didn't know that about oh, this at yeah, all. And ten, ten years later, he's like he's scrolling through something, looking, and he finds a review by his dad. He's like, <gasps> "What?" And then he has to pick it up. I mean, that's, his dad's name yeah. was CC. Yeah, he loved movies. It must be him. Yeah, <laughs> but Jimmy. The- <laughs> <laughs> underscore the underscore gent four and what that implies is jimmy underscore the underscore gent one through three were all taken also yeah. no number was taken as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true at least on imdb um, well, cc C- C- the music man he named all his kids the same thing so yeah no there's yeah they all made it count. <laughs> they're all yeah. called jimmy the gent <laughs> yeah, they're 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 just yeah. It's just like George Foreman names them also. Kids are all just Jimmy and yeah. Well, his review is titled "Eddie Has a Tonsillectomy," mm. and it's only like a brief paragraph, and it's all re- recap. Um, but at the last sentence, uh, Herman is mistaken for an accident victim, and they give him some laughing gas, making him act even goofier than usual. No yep. score. Two out of two. Oh, no score. No score. Again, just like last time. Wow. So he basically just is recapping the episode for us as he goes. But that's it. Like, that's it. Why would you take all the time to do that? Not actually give the score. I don't know. I need to know. I I really need to know. I feel like that's a good like it was a good litmus. I mean, it was only one review. Maybe not the greatest litmus test, but like hearing an actual Munsters fan like talk about it and be like what they really liked about it. stuff yeah that was nice this move this episode does have like a hundred something reviews 25 of them were tens 10 of them were nines 34 were eights 42 were sevens nine were sixes nine were fives and then one was a two wow two they don't know what good went one well that's kind of surprising 
Not that I wouldn't give it a one either, but like that just seems like anything that's reviewed ever got a one. From You'd somebody. think, like, oh, this is the worst. Mm-hmm. No one under 18 reviewed it, and uh, women like it more than men. Really? Interesting. Yep. Those are the, the metrics from IMDb. Good well, there it is. We have our opinions. The world has their opinions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be so easy just to like, you know, pull the ripcord right here and <laughs> parachute in. out and then parasail yeah. off to some tropical island, but we can't. Yeah, what? Well, we're already there. <laughs> <laughs> what in this episode gives you hope for future episodes? And you're like, oh, I'll watch season two episode is it eight already? Yeah, episode eight. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Um, I think it's uh trying to figure out which season one plot they're gonna rehash. Good thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I almost I'm ninety five percent sure they're gonna do it next episode. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm I'm trying to turn a, a negative into a positive here. Any like, theories? yeah, you got yeah like, oh, um, Herman, uh, he goes on a diet again because. Oh, okay, okay. They call him fat, and um, I don't know. It's because it's around Thanksgiving again, even though they never really celebrate oh, any of those things. But yeah. yeah. They bring yeah. it up at the end that it was Thanksgiving all along. Yeah, surprise Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's some, but some some reason he has to get in shape again or something. He's, somebody tells him he's out of shape. I think what I'm excited for is, you know, Grandpa had a funny line about the whole, like, what do you think? I'm scared of blood. Look who I am. That kind of thing. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I think Grandpa's had some kind of decent moments this season. Like, he's been kind of on top of his game for the yeah. most part. I mean, let's ignore the awkwardness of him trying to put a doctor's coat on. That was... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um I think he's had some zingers, and I think maybe this is the era of grandpa season two. That's his season. He's gonna be really nailing it this season, I think. When I was watching this, I had noticed and I thought to myself, and you just brought it up about grandpa, but he's really leaning into the Dracula mm-hmm. this yeah. season, right? It's like us Draculas, Dracula this, Dracula that. I bite next, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I want to see if next episode is the one where Grandpa goes full Dracula. <laughs> he wanted to see him actually put his teeth. In I want. I want to see Grandpa be Dracula, like lure a bunch of like virgins back to the house, <laughs> <laughs> or turn into some mist and seep under a door and like mm-hmm. kill a a room full of people. Right? Like I want to see that happen. Yeah. I mean, he, obviously, Amy, he just give a bunch of pills to people and then. Oh, that's true too. And then, and then he could do his vampire thing to them. Yeah, that's like, kind of what he would do. I just want to see him have like super speed and just like breaking necks and drinking. Oh, blood. like Herman walks in and Grandpa's like uh, haunched down like over a corpse and he looks up, his oh. face is covered in blood. He's like, <laughs> I want that, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I hope that's what our next episode mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I really hope so too. Um, Grandpa and then, goes and ape. Herman that's Herman says, yeah, Grandpa goes ape, and then Herman. It's like, oh, Grandpa, you know how hard it was to get those stains out last time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They act totally normal about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Grandpa. So he does just... this once every 10 years or so. Yeah, yeah. there's like a big pentagram drawn on the floor in blood. <laughs> yeah, the candles are bleeding. Yeah, there's like a pair down crosses. <laughs> yeah, it's like total tone shift. Um, <laughs> but it has to happen eventually, right? I mean, he is a Dracula. Mm-hmm. We've never seen him feed. Or he before. is not a Dracula. He's the Dracula. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hmm. Sam we'll Dracula. 
maybe that's the season finale is him murdering the whole town of people and then yeah they have to <laughs> run away again mm-hmm. to move somewhere else well so. and, and and herman ends up becoming the hero because he's the only one who can stop him mm-hmm. and he yeah. kills grandpa and that's how we end the entire thing oh yeah he Her- herman's like batman grandpa's superman so herman's mm-hmm. got the uh the contingency <laughs> batman plan. literally yeah yeah but yeah yeah and so when uh and so like he's 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 finally got because he's always trying to like bite Lily's wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, so he finally got to her. He finally got to Marilyn. We'll assume he got to Eddie as well. And and the whole show ends because Herman's the only one who like if he bites it doesn't really matter. And so Herman ends up catching him and killing him. Mm-hmm. And that ends this. That's the end of the series. Then Grandpa asks Herman, "Do you bleed?" And Herman's like, "Well, actually, you know, my mm-hmm. my veins are steel. I don't have any blood." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe that'll happen. I hope it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, I, well, now that's that's the version that like Rob Zombie probably should have done. I'm holding out hope. Well, it no, almost sounds like Zack Snyder would do that version. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'd watch it at least once. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, sure. Probably because we need, we claim it's a pile cleanser. Yeah, there it yes. is. <laughs> I'll watch Season anything. Two episode seven. Operation Hermit. We survived it. We lived it. We lived to tell the tale. Do we have any other tales to tell? Anything we need mm. to plug? Uh, when's this come out? Oh shit! I keep. It's like is this like an early April? Yes, yeah, is an April episode. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything quite yet. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so as long as everything goes planned, uh, coming up in May. Um, <laughs> I'll be hosting a uh, I'll be hosting a short uh, limited series on <laughs> Podfix Networks. Podfix presents a feed um, called Podfix Goes to the Moon. We're gonna be rewatching uh, the movie Amazon Woman on the Moon, uh, skip by skit. Um, so that should be out uh, shortly. So keep an eye on on that. Yep. That, that's all I got for right now. Oh. Terry, do you got anything that's coming out in like June uh, or July that you want to like? <laughs> um, Is this well, April? No, I don't got anything. But uh, I'll be I'll be honest. Me throwing it out there now means like I actually have to do it now. So that's the other thing. I got <laughs> it's gonna get me going. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you we'll go. see. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything. I don't know. Go read a book. <laughs> and- Did you say go read a book, or you're gonna go read a book? <laughs> Both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I should go yeah. do that too. Yeah. I mean, Why I can't not? stream anything, so that's about all I got. No. Until true, Derek true, says true. we ban that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I got a list of books that we can't read as well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Derek's banned a book list. Audio books, because those would be streamed. I mean, you can't, yeah. can't uh, listen to those either. All sorts of stuff. I got nothing. So that means we should probably end this the way we were in. We were in. Holy fuck, I can't talk. We end mm. this episode the way we end them all. Oh! Oh! The heck? Face is melting. Get out of this room. Oh. <laughs> That's that weird. Cool. It's a weird trailer. <laughs> it is yeah, a very weird. Trailer. Producers coming on set to explain the permits. Yeah. Here are the five rules. Ooh. 
I want to watch Die Monster Die now. This kind of yeah. looks cool. There's like skulls on the wall. Oh, oh people kissing. kissing? Ooh, I'm hey now. Really There's tomatoes. Yeah. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullen. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.